Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a podcast from WOR. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun, New York. On a Thursday. Oh, my gosh. It is so good to be back. Nurse Jesse is here. What, Chris? I'll give you an update on all those things. I have important updates tonight. Not only are we going to talk about the coming depression that's going to wipe us all out. That'll be fun. We'll talk about Lindsey Graham. We'll talk about the discrimination coming soon to a theater near you. Do people still get that when people say coming to a theater near you, Chris? You get it? Okay, Chris still gets it. If Chris is dumb. If Chris gets it, then everyone gets it. We'll talk about the Biden family bought out by China. We'll get to emails. And I have been discovered. Someone discovered something and it sickens me. We'll get to all that shortly here. First, I want to get to this one real quick. Remember, tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Email your Ask Me Anything questions in right now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I got this email. I got a bunch of emails like this. Uh, wishing, you know, I was gone yesterday because the wife had surgery. Uh, thank you for all your well wishes and your prayers. They really are. They, I, I send them to her. They bless her. It's, it's awesome. This, this one's not very nice, though. The guy said, Jesse, my father and I listen every night together. I reminded him last night there'd be no Jesse Kelly. He said, oh, yeah, I forgot. His wife is having surgery, probably to remove her foot from his. And he used the bad word for butt. And he said, the old man still comes up with some zingers. I thought you'd have a laugh. I don't think that's very nice, right? I don't think it's very nice. You know what? This happens a lot, and I don't know where people were getting getting off on this. We were at some uh, event one time, and it was one of these events where we were trying to raise money for all the for a bunch of anti-communists running for office, and they had brought in Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly was there, and I know Megyn, but the wife had never met her, and the wife was a fan from back in her Fox News days. And so I said, well let's, well, let's introduce you to Megan Kelly. And I bring the wife up to Megan Kelly, and I said, hey, Megan, here she is, the luckiest woman in the world. And Megan ignores me and grabs my wife and hugs her and says, God bless you. You must be such a saint. And that's not very nice. All right? That's not very nice at all. I don't know why you're laughing, Chris. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the Great Depression that's about to be here. All right. Well, here's the deal. We've talked about this a lot. I don't want to belabor the point, but there is no there's no good direction to go once you start printing trillions of dollars in unbacked money. Once you shut down an econ- economy, blow up supply chains, once you look, once you travel down this path, You've signed up for a rough, rocky future. I just wanted to re- re- read. There's, a, there's, a, there's an answer to this. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. He was my mentor, so I'm going to have to let him speak. The small print here, it's really small print. In states with evidence of community transmission, bars, restaurants, food courts, gyms, and other indoor and outdoor venues where groups of people congregate should be closed. 
So, Mr. President, are you telling Mr. President, are you telling are you telling governors in those states then to close all their restaurants? Well, we haven't said that yet. Today is the three-year anniversary of that. We'll have to go over it again. It's done, but now we're at a place where interest rates have to go up. I can't stress this enough. They have to go up. They have to go up. They have to go up. We don't have a third option that is good. You have two options. The dollar continuing to free fall. The inflation rate, you, you know, I know we're being conditioned to it now. Even I have too. You know, 6% inflation is insane. You losing 6% of your worth every single year. That's insane. That's that's going to end us. And we have to jack up interest rates in order to stop inflation from ending us. But here's what happened. We kicked the can down the road and kicked the can down the road and kicked the can down the road. And then the Fed started raising interest rates. Keep in mind, interest rates should have been going up 15 years ago. There should have been increases in rates. They kept them low. They kept them low. They kept them low. Well, now, after all the money printing and economic stoppage, now they started raising them. The banks start closing. The banks start, well, the banks start owning some bad decision-making is what they're doing. And now what's happened is the banks are screaming at the Fed, stop raising rates. Don't raise the rates. We're going to close. And look, I don't want the banks closing either. But those rates have to go up. Those rates have to go up. This is the new headline from the Washington Examiner. Silicon Valley Bank collapse. Big Fed rate cuts are now expected in a major reversal over recession fears. Cuts? You can't cut it. It has to go up or we're all screwed. You can't cut it. If If they start cutting interest rates now... Inflation is not only going to remain, it's going to get worse, probably significantly worse. And as horrible as a recession is going to be, and I know it is, uh, the last thing I wanted. Hey, uh, three years ago, I tried to stop it. What do you want me to do? I did everything I could do. It's going to be horrible. I don't wish it on anybody, not on you, not on me, not on anybody. Inflation, getting out of control, is so much worse. It is so much worse. Why? Because inflation is virtually inescapable. Have you, by the way, have you called Oxford Gold yet? Would you Would you like some sort of security against this madness they're doing right now? You're either getting A, inflation, or B, jacked up interest rates in a recession. Do you have physical gold and silver in your possession? Do you have a 401k or IRA? Have you called Oxford Gold to make sure they have fortified it with gold and silver yet? And they make it easy? They're chill. But man, you heard me last week. You heard me this week going off. I Now is the time. Please call. They're going to cut interest rates. Oh my gosh, we are so screwed. 833-995-GOLD. Call Oxford Gold now, 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Do something. You, you look, you, you can only do what you can do. 
Did I say take every penny and give it to Oxford Gold? No, that's crazy. Man, you better get something. Now, I, I talked to actually uh, my folks yesterday, and I was, of course, stressing about the recession, and, and you're thinking about money, and hey, should we cut this, and should we cut that, and things like that. And I said, I don't know, what are you guys doing? And my dad says, well, I, I hope you bought the gold you're telling everyone else to buy, because I sure did. <laughs> yeah, Dad, don't worry, I'm on it. I'm on it. All right, all right. But back to what we're talking about. This is why, this is so, it's such a great example of where we are as a nation now. And here's where we are. And this is this sucks because it doesn't apply to you, but it's true. Where we are is we are a nation that is so scared and weak and broken that we really want to be lied to at all times. We want people to tell us everything's okay. We want people, especially government people, to get up and tell us lies. But really, it's not just them. We want everyone to tell us lies. Hey, I can be, uh, I can be morbidly obese and it's beautiful. Just lie to me. Hey, if you're successful, uh, that means you're bad. I'm not successful, so I'm better, right? Just lie to me. Hey, you can print money without end and that'll be fine, right? Hey, deficit spending, when you spend more money than you take in, Please lie to me. That doesn't hurt inflation, right? I don't believe that deficit spending is one of the main causes you, you of inflation. You don't? I mean, inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods. So do you know in the first three fiscal years of the Biden administration, you know how much the total deficit spending is going to be? We had um, an economic collapse that was caused by Right, the and we were, we were certainly coming out of that because there's all this pent-up demand and a sloshing... We didn't have an economic collapse. Just to, Sorry, Janet Yellen, to correct you on all the stupid things you say. We did not have an economic collapse because of a pandemic. I, I, I see these headlines everywhere. Because of the pandemic. It's because of the pandemic. It's because of the pandemic. Coronavirus did not cause any kind of an economic collapse. The coronavirus response did. There were, that did not cause the... Anyway, back to what we want to be lied to. Uh, I was asking uh, my mentor, Michael Berry, the other day, the show, by the grace of God, is really it's just taken off. I can't believe how this show is blown up. And I was talking to Michael about it, and I was saying, and I said, I really don't understand it. I don't understand the appeal of it. And he said, well, you're the one who says the truths that other people don't say, the people who are in charge don't say, the hard truths, and there's a real appeal for that because people can't get it anywhere else nowadays. And I don't know whether that was true or not, but maybe that is the appeal of the show. But people want to be lied to. And that includes the big banks. That includes maybe all of us in the economy. We want to be told, oh, no, we, can, we don't have to raise interest rates. We don't have to do this. People want to be told, no, we never have to make any cuts to Social Security ever. It will always be there forever. It'll be fine. They want to be told that. They want to be told no matter what, everything's fine. But no matter what, everything isn't fine. And unless you raise interest rates, we're going to have inflation that is going to destroy us all. There's no one who will escape. Now, don't get me wrong. The mega rich will escape, but no one comes out of that clean. Nobody. The nation itself doesn't come out of that clean. Again, the dollar is the world's reserve currency. Unless they raise interest rates, the value of the world's reserve currency goes down. What do you think the world is going to do in response to that? Maybe right now you're asking... I wonder what the world's response is going to be. You know what the world's response is going to be? You ready for this? Hang on, I'll tell you. Feeling a little...
the Jesse Kelly Show. I swear on my life, that is not music that I told Chris to play. Chris, you played the perfect music going into where I think we're going here, and that's terrible. I mean, that's really, really bad. Let's let's talk about it, though. Nobody wants to hear hard truths. The banks don't want to hear, sorry, interest rates have to go up to avoid the dollar collapsing. If you made bad financial decisions... You're going to have to close. No one wants to hear that. Everyone wants to be bailed out. Everyone wants to be fine. This applies across the board to everything. People don't want to hear about border security. We've talked about this before on the show. What's the picture that you can remember maybe the most about illegal immigration? The picture. It took place under Bill Clinton. Republicans have used it for years. It's a SWAT team grabbing some kid or trying to grab some kid who's crying Who's being deported? The country to the state. Most of the people on the right will pull that up and say, look how horrible this is. What do you think? What do you think border enforcement looks like? What do you think it looks like deporting people? What do you think it looks like? No one wants to hear hard truths. If you want to save your nation from illegal immigration, you're going to have to arrest people, men, women, and children, and deport them back from whence they came. And no one wants to hear this about the banks. The banks certainly don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say it. Interest rates must go up, and they probably must go up significantly when you consider this. It's not just what we did for the last three years under COVID. You know they're still printing money by the trillion and still running trillion-dollar-plus deficits. It's not as if we've plugged the hole in the boat, and now we just got to get things right. They're still tearing through money like it's going out of style. No one wants to hear it, though. So I think there's going to be a war. There's an old, old, old saying. It's not my saying. I actually don't know whose quote it is. Chris, look this up so I can sound smart. There's an old saying. When goods stop crossing borders, armies will. There's a reason both of the last huge global depressions, if you want to call it, They ended in wars. This is how wars come. And on that note, let's bring this up. What if, and this is a big what if, and I hope I'm wrong. I I pray to God I'm wrong. I hope there's not going to be any war or anything like that. But let's say there is a war. I think we're pretty clear on what the sides are going to be. It was Frederick Bastiat, Chris. Frederick, you've never heard of him? You're so dumb. I actually haven't heard of him either. No, I'm kidding. I have heard of him, Chris, but that's good. Frederick Bastiat and Jesse Kelly both said that, Chris. That's what we'll attribute. Look, we've each said it, tomato, tomato. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think we know where the sides are going to be drawn for the old WW3. China's going to be on the other side. We know that. China's number two in the world. We're number one. China has written down and proclaimed publicly for the longest time they intend to supplant us as being number one. Yeah, they have the, by 2050, they've even given us a date. They've even given us the year. By 2050, they want to be number one. So China's going to try to make that happen. Which brings me to this little tidbit, courtesy of the New York Post. Hallie Biden, revealed as the new Biden family member who got China cash. So we have, just a quick heads up here, multiple Biden family members receiving cash directly 
from the Chinese Communist Party. So should WW3 kick off anytime soon, the Commander-in-Chief of the United States of America is financially hooked into the people we will be fighting against. I know, Chris. I know Chris is rubbing his forehead. I know. Like, I'm rubbing my forehead as I say it, but is there another way to look at this? That if we actually kick off WW3 at some point, and please, I hope that never happens, but if we do kick it off, that we're going to have to be worried about the leadership of the United States of America being compromised? Forget, Forget the president. How many businesses in this country are compromised by China? How many influential people in this country compromised by China? Me and the boys, uh, me and my sons were joking about this. Uh, John Cena is his name. That wrestler turned actor. Remember that thing? Chris has played it for you a bunch on the show. Remember that? He started that movie Fast and the Furious, and they wanted the movie to do well in China. And all he did was mention the word Taiwan, which China doesn't acknowledge. They just consider Taiwan to be part of China. And one word from the Chinese and John Cena went to social media and apologized in Mandarin. Yeah, we we got the point, Chris. Hey, Chris brings up a good point. It's not like he was out there giving a campaign speech on behalf of China. He mentioned the word, and instantly China had him speaking Mandarin. If God forbid something like this actually kicks off from all this mess, who are we going to rely on? The chairman of the Joint Chiefs, who already admitted... He was going to give China a heads up before Trump attacked them. Admitted it. In fact, has bragged about it. Scary times, man. Whatever. All right. This guy in New York gets himself fired. Gets himself fired. But he got fired for a reason. And the reason is he has chosen to reject America's religion. And therefore, I say it's justified. We will discuss exactly what he did next. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Let's get to your shooting. I love my Mantis X system more than I ever thought I would. And you know why I love Mantis X? It's because I'm lazy and I'm cheap. I do not want to buy another thousand rounds of ammo. I do not want to drive down to the range. I don't want to pay. You know, last time I took the wife and kids to the range, in fact, we're due to go again soon here. Last time I took the wife and kids to the range, it cost over $100 when all was said and done. When we were done renting, we're, we're trying to pick her a new weapon, renting various weapons and, and buying ammo. You know what my Mantis X cost me? Not a dime. Once you buy your Mantis X, I practice in the comfort of my home, and it doesn't cost me a dime. And I get feedback telling me what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, and to see myself getting better with my opposite hand, which is so critical, feels good. Get yours. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. You practice in the comfort of your home or the studio. MantisX.com. Go now. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and these are very, very exciting times. Now, let's get into something here. 
Uh, you know what? Let me get to an email first, because remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your emails in now, all three hours. Ask me anything. They do not have to be political. It can be stupid. It can be history. It can be food. I don't care what it is. Three hours. We have fun on Friday. Email your questions in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Dear Jesse, was listening to you talk the other day about why we vote for turds in Republican primaries. You're right that for a lot of people, it's because of silly things like who they saw on TV or who was nice to them at campaign events. But there's another big reason we should really, this should really be addressed. I grew up in Maine when, when the completely useless Susan Collins was first running for senator and her main opponent in the primary was a solid conservative stud named Jonathan or John Hathaway. But even my hardcore Republican friends were voting for useless Susan because they were afraid that Hathaway was too conservative. Which is a ridiculous argument because whenever we get a solid conservative doing solidly conservative things, it ends up being wildly popular. But we've been convinced we have to be wimps and Democrat light because of some of the fallacious fantasy about independent voters. 100% true. This is once again why we have lost, why, quote, conservatism has done nothing but lose and be losers for decades. Culturally, I know we've won an election here or two, but culturally, we've done nothing but lose. This is something that is ingrained in the mind of the right, and it is something that we will change. We are changing, but it's going to be slow, and it's going to take, in my opinion, at least a generation to change it. The right has been has been fond of doing this for years, accepting the premise of the left. The right has done this forever. I've used this example before because it's the best example. How many Republicans out there do you see running for office who either openly talk about or flat out campaign on, quote, reducing carbon? Well, hold, hold on, what? We're just going to accept the insane premise that what I'm breathing out right now is warming the planet? Once you've accepted that premise, then no matter what, you can't possibly win. It's not humanly possible for you to win once you accept the left's premise. We do this when it comes to elections, and we've been doing it my entire life. The second some solid conservative loses, immediately, most of the right will pile on and say, too conservative. I knew we should have gone blue. We just did it in Pennsylvania. When we backed that stupid idiot Oz and there was a solid conservative running in the primary and boom, everyone gets behind Dr. freaking Oz. Well, we couldn't do She's too radical for the state. And of course, Dr. Oz loses to this. <laughs> and they still won't admit it. And you see it at the end of every election that doesn't go our way too. What's the election recap? It's almost universal. You can read it everywhere. Well, we were too conservative. Well, we got too far to the right. Have you ever once in your life seen a Democrat lose and seen widespread condemnation of the Democrat as being too far to the left. Chris, have you, Michael, am I forgetting it? I I really want to know. You've never seen it. You've never seen it because the communist, he approaches his, well, politics with the power of belief because for him, it's not politics. For him, it's a religion. There's no such thing as too far to the left for him. For him, 
victory because he seeks victory. He doesn't seek popularity. He seeks victory because he seeks victory. He goes after it. The right doesn't. You know what the right does? This is what the right does. We're getting ready to get in a fight with the left. The left, you know what they're doing before they get in a fight? They're over there sharpening their knives. They're over there discussing how they're about to be in a fight for humanity with a Nazi, with somebody who's basically Hitler and a threat to democracy. And you know what the right's saying before they get in a fight? Oh, man, I, I, hope we, I just hope we're all going to play fair here. I just hope, look, I hope it's a good competition. And then afterwards, after we have a robust debate, on the, after we have a debate on the issues, I hope the public will come to a, a sensible conclusion that I've been right about the whole thing. The left's preparing for battle. That's why. That's why and they do this all the time. I've seen this happen. And look, I've been part of this. I'm positive in my life voting for some milquetoast loser Republican in the primary because I think he has, quote, a better shot at the general. You never see them do that. They would, it would never occur to them to do that. Crazy talk. Guess who was leading the Democrat, Democrat primary for president by mile before they slipped the knife between his ribs and everyone dropped out and backed Joe? Bernie Sanders, the admitted socialist, was the most popular Democrat in the country, leading by a mile. Did you see any Democrats, any of them out there saying, I don't know, I... I think this nutball's too far to the left. Nope. That's what Republicans do. We should be safe, guys. Barf. All right. Now, I teased something. I'm just now getting to it, though. Let's talk about religion for a second. That's always fun. Makes people feel good. Because it's in the news because of this New York guy who got fired. Religion. I don't care about yours. It's not my business. But it's important we all know, no matter who we are, no matter what we are, that you, your nation, your society, I shouldn't say nation, your society will always have a religion. It is how human beings are made. We are made to worship something. And since the beginning of time, societies have had religions. From the tiniest tribe to the largest empire, there is a religion that will be woven into your society. It is the pole around which your society orbits. You will make your society's laws in part because of the society's religion. Your society's education system will honor society's religion in some way. The business world of your society will honor society's religion in some way. You walk into a shop in Saudi Arabia, the chances you're going to see some references somewhere to Islam are very strong. When we go to Israel together in July and we pop into various Israeli establishments, do you think we see, might see a Star of David or two? Maybe some kind of references to Judaism? I think the chances are pretty strong, wouldn't you say, Chris? This guy got fired, but I understand why he got fired. I don't understand why all the outrage. You see, he was at work. He is a Christian. He, his religion is no longer the religion of the United States of America. Those days are gone. And his work told him he had to attend mandatory LGBTQ training. He didn't want to do it. He got fired, and the court just ruled against him in a lawsuit. And I totally understand it. You can't allow a citizen to spit in the face of the national religion. Here in the U.S. of gay, 
We have a new religion. It's woven into every part of our culture. I can walk right down my mall right here in Texas. I'll see. I'll point out rainbow flags to you all over the windows. If I go home tonight and I turn on television, how long would I have to turn on any TV channel before seeing gay couples in my face? If I had my children in public school, they would learn about gayness in public school. Oh, you should be a tranny, son. Absolutely. Cut your penis off. If you go to Hollywood, you turn on, I remarked the Hallmark Channel around Christmas time. The wife turned it on because she loves to watch Christmas movies all the time. She had to turn it off. We had to turn it off in the house. Every single show. Gays, lesbians, every single show. Every show, without exception. This gentleman, while I support him, I'm certainly sympathetic. He went against the national religion. We have a new religion here. Here in the U.S. of gay, you will bend the knee or you will get fired. And that's just kind of the way it goes. It sucks. You can even say, well, it's New York. No, 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 no. This is everywhere now. This is the national religion. It's where we are. Whatever. You know what's nice? Saving money. Because here's the thing I've noticed, especially with being married, is women will always be nesting. There's never there's never a moment where the house is complete. There always has to be a new picture or or wallpaper. We're actually doing some wallpaper right now. And and there's never a moment. So when they actually come to you with something that will add value to the home, that's something to celebrate. So thank you, blinds.com. I owe you big time. Blinds.com right now. Save up to 40% site wide. And we're talking on the works here. They have everything you need. You need help designing it? They have an online design consultant. You need it installed? Congratulations. They do that too. No guesswork, no hassle, one low price. Why do you think they have over 45 or over 40,000 five star reviews? Blinds.com up to 40% off at blinds.com. Remember, rules and restrictions apply. Go to blinds.com, save up to 40% site wide now. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday night. Don't forget if you miss any part of the show, you can download the whole thing after the show's done and listen at your leisure or leisure. I've heard it say leisure, Chris. Both work. I think leisure sounds fancier, much more me, Chris. That's who I am, really. <laughs> you can download it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Now, a couple things. I, I brought up that I've had a pretty devastating thing happen today. I'll get back to this here in a moment because everyone's telling you to move to Memphis. We'll get to that in a second. But I had something pretty devastating happen. I we live in we work in this office building, this gigantic skyscraper office building, and they they build out a suite studio and stuff like that for us here. I actually this was completely accidental. One of my good friends from my neighborhood also works in this building. And he saw me today coming back from the restroom, heading back to the office. I didn't see him. He saw me. I come back in the studio working on some stuff, and he texts me. And he says, hey, I don't want you using the restroom in, in, on our floor. Because he was actually on the same floor. Again, I didn't make that up either. And I said back, I would never use the restroom on our floor like some peasant. I'm an American. When I am stuck... In an office building, I will seek out every floor until I find the one that consistently has the cleanest restrooms. What, Chris? 
the last building we were in had something like 27 floors. It took me a month to find the one that no one uses, but I used it all the time. So I texted back to my buddy, I know which floor to use. I would never use ours. And no, I'm not telling you. He texts back immediately the floor number that it is. And I said, what? No. He said, oh, everyone knows that. We've all been using it for the longest time now. Freaking devastation, man. Almost as devastating as finding out the cost of living is going up. I love this one. I love these articles. Making 100000 in New York City feels like only 36000 according to a new study. Here are the top 10 cities where your money goes further. Chris, you should see Chris's jaw dropping right now. This is something people who've never lived elsewhere don't grasp fully. But because I've lived everywhere, I understand this all the way. If you're in New York City and you've always been in New York City, you have this way of thinking about money and what things cost that is so much different than the rest of the country. And if you're like Chris and you've never left the state of Texas, you have this way of thinking about what things cost that is so much different than a place like New York City. I remember, I, I've told you this story before, when I got done losing my second congressional race, no, no big deal, a two-peat. <laughs> when I got done losing my second congressional race, I wanted to stay in the fight. I've always kind of wanted to stay in the fight since then, try to do something that was some good. And a DC political outfit reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to come back and be our director of development, which is a fancy way to say we want you to come raise money for us. And I was, I guess, pretty good at that running for Congress. I didn't have any establishment backing, but I could raise money. I could get in a room with some donors and talk them out of some cash. But I went back there and they had offered me $75,000 a year. I had never made $75,000 a year in my life. I remember how dumbfounded, excited I was. I ran home and told the wife and she was excited. We were not only going to do this, but we were going to make some real money. And I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember calling my father and telling my dad that I was taking a job in D.C., Washington, D.C., and that I was making $75,000 a year. And I remember, I remember how proud I was to make that phone call. And I remember how he just absolutely just burst that balloon by being right once again. You want to talk about the hard truths? My dad says, seventy-five grand a year? That'll get you far in D.C. And I... I said, I, of course, had to defend myself. What? No, that, that's, you don't even, that's good money. What are you talking about? Packed up the family, moved across the country from Arizona to Washington, D.C. We could barely make ends meet. We, no more going out to eat. No more. It, we were barely keeping our head above water on $75,000 a year. And it's not like we were owning a home or something. We were renting a town home. It wasn't in some fancy part of town. You know, we don't have fancy cars. I traded in my truck for a, a Honda Civic. We had a Honda Civic, a used Honda Civic, and a used minivan. We don't do, you know, jewelry and all these other expensive things, jet skis. We just don't. We're talking pretty bare bones way of living, barely making ends meet. But if you're in New York City, you're used to that. You're used to going out to dinner. And the, you take some dime out to dinner, brother, you're spending $150. You are. In Texas, you're not. P 
people don't understand the cost of living, how drastically different it is in other parts. Now, this article tells everyone to move to Memphis, and I love Memphis just because I adore Tennessee anyway, and Memphis has some of the best barbecue I've ever had in the country. Don't start, Chris. Don't start. It's some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Tennessee barbecue might it might be better than Texas barbecue, Chris. Chris, I just got back from Tennessee. All right. You've never left the state of Texas. You're going to have to trust me on this. Carolina barbecue might be better than all of them. Carolina barbecue is legit. Anyway, so I like Memphis, especially because they have that one restaurant that has the deep fried burgers that's been saving the oil from the deep fried burgers for something like 70 years. The oil is so valuable, they have to lock it up in a safe. Chris, look up the name of that restaurant. So they say your money goes further in Memphis. It does go further in Memphis, but I don't think I necessarily see you moving from high crime New York to more crime in Memphis. That's just me, though. Anyway, let's go back to talking about the Depression. Do you have food? Do you have an emergency food supply? Emergency food supply does not mean you have a box of granola bars. Do you have food with a long shelf life that will sustain you and your family for a prolonged period of time Should we go into something really, really severe economically? Not that there's any threat of something like that happening. Believe me, we're fine. Do you have your emergency three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply? You should, especially where we're going. They have them ready to go. They ship them fast. They ship them free. And they ship them anonymously. And I know in this social media era... It's tempting, extremely tempting, to throw a picture of your My Patriot Supply food kit when it gets, oh, sweet, I'm so happy I got it. Please keep it to yourself. Don't even tell me. I don't want to know. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and make sure everyone in your home has one of these. If there's two of you, get two of them. If there's four of you, get four of them. If you live alone, just get one. You don't have to go over the top. MyPatriotSupply.com. And right now... $200 worth of survival gear free when you go to MyPatriotSupply.com. So don't miss out on that. Go. Dyer's Burgers is the name of the place, Chris. Dyer's Burgers in Memphis. I saw a TV show about it one time. The oil, I don't know how many years it's been. How many years does it say on there, Chris? It's got to say somewhere. It's, yeah, since 1912, it's that old. I knew it was decades and decades and decades. They deep fry their burgers and then... They take the oil every night and they skim it off the top. They skim the junk off the top and they have to lock the oil in a safe because it's so valuable. Meaning every day you get a better burger than the one before it. Gosh, I'm starving now. When are we eating? All right. Lindsey Graham has some thoughts on World War III. This has been a podcast from WOR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.